Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministry with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn On The Light Broadcast. Turn On The Light Broadcast with Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders of the Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder and the senior pastor, is Pastor Oshabal Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have Bible studies every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in before we get into the word. We're going to hear a song, amen? Baby 
You are great, yes, you are holy one. Walked upon the sea, raised that ass. Raining majesty, my God. Everything written about you is great. You are great, yes, you are. Walked upon the sea, waited at your reign in majesty, my God. Everything written about you is great. You are great. You are great. You are great.
about God, what comes to your mind? I just wanted us to think about that. When you think about God, what comes to your mind? Is he great, mighty, Awesome, good, magnificent, marvelous, excellent, amazing. I love. This is me personally. I, I love listening African culture. Worship songs. Because it, 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 it seems that they have a, a certain about who God is. And a lot of it has to do with their culture. Because we have a blood covenant That's why we have a blood covenant with God. Jesus' blood was shed. So a, a lot of people in the African culture, they, they understand blood covenant. And that's why it's such a seriousness. Whenever you hear them praising and worshiping God, America is called a blessed country.
So a, a, a lot of people in America have a privileged mentality. Like America is, is, is so much better than other countries. To understand the culture of Africans, the, the, the way that a lot of them live, the struggles, the, the challenges, the torture, when they finally get an understanding of who God is. The true and the living God. They have such a heart, such a devotion, such a commitment, such a hunger. You are great, God. Everything about you is great. And as the first song said, you're worthy of it all. Hallelujah. I just felt like sharing that this morning. Because America has it so much easier than a lot of other countries. So much easier. Our laws are different. The way of living is different. The opportunities are different. So God is looking for people. As we started this year off, who would worship him in spirit and in truth. Your worship tells on you. Your worship tells on you. And we've seen a, a few examples of how people worship in this short time of this year. And it's exposing people for who they really are. Well, Thank you for calling in. Going to get into the word, amen. Just want to give a shout out to my big brother, George House Moore. Celebrated a birthday a couple of days ago. Love you, sir. God bless you. Hope you enjoyed it. Going to be coming out of the book of Revelation. Revelation, last book of the Bible. And actually, 
the last chapter. Revelation 22nd chapter. You're worthy of it all, God. Hallelujah. Revelation 22nd chapter. We're going to be starting at verse 7. Revelation 22nd chapter. Starting at verse 7. And it reads, Behold, I come quick. This part of the Bible that I'm reading out of is written in red. This this verse 7. Verse 7 says, Behold, I come quickly. So the person I is Jesus. Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. So, if someone does not keep the sayings of the prophecy of this book, the opposite of blessed is cursed. Verse 8 says, And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. Hmm. That'll preach all by itself. Worship God. And he saith unto me, Steal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gate into the city. I'm going to stop there. But I want to read verse 11 again. Verse 11, and it reads, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. 
And he that is holy, let him be holy still. The title of the message this morning is The Godness of God. The Godness of God. We, we, we've talked about the goodness of God before, but we're going to talk about the Godness of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, Father, protecting us, keeping us in that care, God, watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy, keeping us from all harm and danger, Father. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. Hallelujah. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your new mercies that came with this day, God. Your all-sufficient grace. Thank you for your word, Father. Your word that saves. Your word that heals. Your word that delivers. Your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, Father who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins, to stand in the gap, Father, to live a sinless life, to take the sins of the world to the cross, to be sacrificed, to be crucified, Father. Thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us. But he went on a mission. Take the keys of hell from Satan. Hallelujah. But you didn't leave him there, Father. For on the third day, hallelujah, you raised him up with all power in his hand. And thank you, Father, for even allowing Jesus into heaven with his sinless, precious, conquering blood, defeating hell, defeating sin, defeating the grave, giving us the victory, giving us access to you, Father, conquering death. And thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit, our comforter, our teacher, our guide. Thank you for you, almighty God. Hallelujah. For you are great. And worthy of it all. Thank you, Father, for creating us, for considering us, for calling us your own, God. And now, Father, as we receive your word, help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal, Father, that we may represent you in the life that we live. Let someone say, 
because of you. What must I do to be saved? Hallelujah. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Godness of God. I want to read that verse 11. I want to read it in the Amplified Bible. Revelation 22, verse 11. The Amplified Bible. And it reads, He who is unrighteous, unjust, wicked, let him be unrighteous still. And he who is filthy, vile, impure, be filthy still. And he who is righteous, just, upright, in right standing with God, let him do right still. And he who is holy, let him be holy still. We're going to talk about the word holy this morning. Holy. Holy means exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. Holy means divine or having a divine quality. Divine is of relating to or proceeding directly from God. Supremely good. Superb. Divine is heavenly. Godlike. Superb. Superb means marked to the highest degree by grandeur, excellence, brilliance, or competence. Means splendid. All of those are attributes of God. Let's look at the word holy. We're going to read some out of my home and Bible dictionary about the word holy. It says, holy is a characteristic unique to God's nature, which becomes the goal for human moral character. Hmm. It says, holy is a characteristic Unique to God's nature, which becomes the goal for human moral character. So our goal should be to be holy. The idea of holy is important for an understanding of God, of worship, and of the people of God in the Bible. Holy has four distinct meanings. First is to be set apart. 
This applies to places where God is present, like the temple and the tabernacle, and to things and persons related to those holy places or to God himself. It's interesting that it said temple, the tabernacle. Know ye not that your bodies is the temple of God? And the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Next, it means to be perfect, transcendent, or spiritually pure, evoking adoration and reverence. This applies primarily to God, but secondarily to saints. Or godly people. That's where being divine. God is divine. But. We have. Divine qualities. Through his son Jesus. We have the same divine qualities. As God through his son Jesus. Next it means something or someone who evokes veneration or awe, being frightening beyond belief. This is clearly the application to God. And is the primary means of holy. Let's go to Revelation. Revelation, the fourth chapter. Revelation, the fourth chapter. And we're going to start at verse 1. It says that one who evokes veneration or awe, being frightening beyond belief. This is clearly the application to God and its primary meaning of holy. It is continued in the last definition filled with superhuman and potential fatal power. Understanding the power of God, his awesomeness, how great and mighty he is. Revelation 4th chapter, verse 1. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. 
And immediately I was in the spirit. And behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sharding stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white, in white raiment, had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are of the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night. Listen to this. Say they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, Lord, hallelujah, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure, they are and were created. You're worthy of it all, God. Hallelujah. It says that they, they rest not day and night, saying, holy, holy, holy. Now, they, they only have it recorded three times in the Bible. But they say they rest not. Day and night, continuous, continuously saying, holy, hallelujah. That's just how, how mighty he is, how awesome he is, how, how majestic, how amazing he is, how splendid, supremely good, superb. He's holy. God is holy. 
Listen to this. It says God is holy. Fire is the symbol of holy power. Jealousy, wrath, remoteness, cleanliness, glory, and majesty are related to it. He is unsearchable, incomprehensible, incomparable, great, wonderful, and exalted. His name is holy. Listen to that. It says God's name is holy. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah 57. Isaiah 57 chapter. Verse 15. And it reads, For thus says a lofty one, that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. Look at that. Said whose name is holy. The word holy is capitalized. I dwell in the high and holy place. With him also contrite and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. For I will not contend forever, neither will I be always wroth. For the spirit should fail before me and the souls I have made. There's a scripture that says that God's spirit will not always be in man. Imagine this world without Holy Spirit. Imagine this world without Holy Spirit. But he says, my name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place. We have to understand just how holy God is. And I believe that that's one of the main reasons why the world is in the state that it's in. Because the understanding 
of God's holiness is really not being shown that's what God is expecting God is expecting for his holiness to be revealed for people to understand just how holy he is Let's look at Psalm, Psalm 99. Psalm 99th chapter. We're going to start at verse 1. Talking about the godness of God. Psalm 99 chapter, verse 1. And it reads, the Lord reigneth. Let the people tremble. He sent it between the cherubims. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion. And he is high above all people. Let them praise and terrible names. For it is holy. It is holy. Verse 5 says, Exalt ye the Lord our God, and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Verse 9 reads, Exalt the Lord our God. And worship at his holy hill. For the Lord our God is holy. He's holy. Those who are in heaven, they understand. The meaning of holy. They understand the 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 characteristic of holy. They understand the the power of holy. Let's look at Psalm 111. Psalm 111. Verse 9. And it reads, He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy And reverent is his name. Listen to that. Holy and reverent is his name. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. See, see, when, when you understand just how holy God is, You automatically do his commandments. You, you, you automatically praise him. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall continually be in my mouth. Says his praise endureth forever. Because he's holy. He's divine. He's supremely good. He's superb. He's excellent. He's brilliant. He's splendid. I heard someone say this about the 24 elders continuously saying, Holy, holy, holy. Because we we we've never seen the fullness of God. So I heard this person say. Every time God shows another facet of him, they can't help. They can't help but to say, holy, show him another facet, holy. His goodness, holy. His grace, holy. His mercy, holy. His love, holy. His forgiveness, holy. His salvation, holy. His joy, holy. His peace, holy. Everything about him is holy. And we've been called to holiness. We've been called to that holiness. Let's go to First Peter. First Peter, 
First Peter, first chapter. Verse 15. And it reads, But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Listen to that. We've been commanded to be holy because he is holy. Said, but as he which has called you is holy. And it says that he's he's called us with the holy calling. So he which has called you is holy. So be ye holy in all manner of conversation. In all manner what you say, what you do, how you live, where you go. In all manner of conversation because it is written be ye holy for I am holy let's look at Hebrews Hebrews 12th chapter Hebrews, the 12th chapter. And we're going to start. We're going to start in verse 7. And it reads, If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Listen to that. Says, we've had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and live? Say his his name is, is holy and reverent. For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. 
Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet. Let that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Listen to this. says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. It says, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Man is universal, male and female. Let me let me let me explain this. The reason why the word man is mentioned because we are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. Jesus was a man. He's the head of the body. I just wanted to to share that. So so when when we see the word man, it's not just talking about a male. It's talking about male and female. That's in the body of Christ. Follow peace with all men. And holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Look diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Without holiness. No one shall see the Lord. He's holy. Calls us to holiness. Listen to this. Says thus, holy defines the godness of God. That's where the title came from. Holy defines the godness of God. It also defines places where God is present. For the holy God to be present among his people, special holy places were set apart where God and people could safely come together. 
the tabernacle and temple fill this purpose. That's why I said our bodies are the temple of God. And the Holy Spirit dwells in us. God has called us to holiness because he is holy. He dwells in a place called holy. The holy city is our ultimate destination. New Jerusalem, which is called the holy city. But without holiness, there's no access. The godness of God is holy. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father, for giving us an understanding of what it takes to enter into your kingdom. to enter into that place called holy. For Jesus was called that holy thing So we must accept Jesus, that holy thing, in order to have access to that holy place where you dwell. Thank you, Father, for giving us your son, Jesus that we may have access into that holy place, that we may join the angels and the 24 elders that cry day and night, holy, holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, because of your splendor, your excellence, your brilliance, your goodness. And 
Father, help us. Help us in this world, Father. This world that is chaotic. This world that is full of darkness. Help us, Father, to be a light, to represent you, God. That someone may ask, what must I do to be saved? We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Godness of God. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy. For I am holy. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministry with Brother Norman Woodard.